Not that that meant she wouldn't work. She would. She'd just not be on a schedule. Besides, Thanksgiving and Christmas were coming, and she really needed to think about either going away for a week or so to some exotic island or, horror of horrors, making plans to visit her parents, even if it was only for a day or so. Lucy slipped on her windbreaker, gathered up her package, turned off the light, then locked the door. She walked down the path to the mailbox, which sat between two cedar trees that she always decorated for Christmas. She opened the lid of the box, raised the red flag she'd screwed in as a joke, then dropped her package inside. She gave the bell a swat just to hear the sound that Toby, the driver, always made when there was a package. Done. Lucy gathered her jacket close around her neck. The wind had really grown strong, and the leaves were swirling like mad. She trudged up the hill to the big house and let herself in. She smiled at the pleasant aromas that greeted her and realized how hungry she was. This was the moment when she always wished she had a real live pet instead of pets on paper to greet her. This was also the moment when she realized what a lonely life she led. Lucy hung up her jacket, washed her hands, and set her place at the table. She removed the lid from the crock pot and looked at the mess in the pot. She should give it a name. She went through this every night. Tonight, though, for some reason, it seemed important to give the contents a name. She looked down into the pot. Three kinds of beans and vegetables. Okay, mess number one. When she cooked soup, it would be mess number two. And when she made dessert? It would be mess number three. Done. Lucy ladled out a generous portion onto her plate, grabbed a dinner roll from a bag on the counter, and set it alongside mess number one on the plate. Apple cider or beer? Or milk? Such a choice. She opted for the beer and reached for a glass. Since it was so quiet in the kitchen, Lucy turned on the television that sat on the counter just for sound. Lucy finished her dinner scooped out a large spoonful of peach cobbler from crockpot number three, and devoured it. She cleaned up everything, transferred the leftover food to snap-on bowls, and set them all in the fridge for tomorrow's dinner. She looked around the neat kitchen. It was a beautiful kitchen, if you were into kitchens, which unfortunately she wasn't, nor was her mother. Like the rest of the house, it was all for show. She out and out hated it. I should have changed things, Lucy thought, but it had seemed sacrilegious somehow, and her mother probably would have pitched a fit, so it was just simpler to leave things as they were. It wasn't like she spent much time there in the big house. She didn't. All she did was eat and sometimes sleep there. More often than not, she slept in the studio, on the couch, which was every bit as comfortable as her bed on the second floor. She wished again that she had a dog so it could poop on that fine Persian rug in the living room. A stain. She really wished there was a stain somewhere in this damn house. If she had a cat, it would probably claw at the custom draperies and shred them over time. If she had a parrot like Lizzie, it would fly all over the place and drop its feathers during molting season. More blights on the big house. Carrying her bottle of beer, Lucy marched into the family room, which was so well-appointed a person needed sunglasses. She moved over to the fireplace, threw in some logs, then turned on the gas starter. Swoosh! Instant fire.
The phone rang just as Lucy was about to turn on the huge screen TV above the fireplace. It was probably her artistic director, Henry, wanting to know if she had finished on time and if he could expect the results of her year-long work the day after tomorrow. Good old Henry. She clicked on the phone, a smile on her face. Even before she could say hello, she heard a man's voice asking her if she was Lucy Brighton. She said yes, she was, and listened. This is Detective Aaron Barkley of the Palm Royal Police Department. I'm sorry to tell you that I have some bad news. Your parents were killed two hours ago in a head-on collision. They died on impact. Lucy's first wild, crazy thought was, now I can get rid of this house. How did it happen? You said they were killed. Who killed them? A 16-year-old boy, drunk out of his mind.